And you know what happens when you sit with the Lord? He not only reminds you of that purpose to love him with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul, to please him with your life and to love others. He doesn't only remind you of that crystal simple purpose that we've been looking through, through book after book after book. He also reminds you that nothing is missing from your life. podcast. Super excited to have you here again. If you missed last week's episode, I'd love for you guys to check that out today. We talked about the battle for your mind. The enemy is always trying to infiltrate our soul, which is comprised of our mind, will, and emotions. So if you want to watch that episode, it will be linked in the description somewhere here at the end. You could watch that. I think it will really help and encourage you if that's something you're working on. But today, I want to talk about a topic that has been something that was a big part of my life And because it was a big part of my life, it separated me from building a stronger relationship with God at that time. I'm 32 years old right now. And when I was about 18 years old is when I started to follow Jesus. I was a believer my whole life, um, grew up in the church, but there's a difference between being a believer and a follower. I was a believer. I believed in God, but I had no personal relationship. And it's about having a personal relationship. This is not a religion. It's a relationship that we have to develop and understand as we accept Jesus into our heart. So it it wasn't until I was 18 years old that I actually had the opportunity to feel God actually move in my life as I was attending a service. And from that moment, I decided to make a decision to start following him. Was my life perfect? Absolutely not. But I started to pursue him and pray and read a little bit of my Bible. And one of the things that had happened during that time, which was so powerful, was God started to open up things inside of me that I never thought were about my life or who I was. I was a very worried and shy kid, and you might know that from some of the other videos I've made here or on social media, but I think those gifts that God had on my heart were just living inside of me dormant, and I didn't understand that. So as I started to follow Jesus, he started to reveal all these gifts of who I was, and I started to lean into them. It's really interesting. When you start to pursue Jesus and you start to follow him, It says in the word, seek me and you'll find me when you seek me with all of your heart. He started to just reveal things to me and I had that gift of encouragement come on my heart. Once you discover, once you, a gift comes on your heart or once God reveals something to you about you that makes you unique because we're all created in his image and we're all gifted with skills, talents, and abilities that make us unique to fulfill an assignment within the kingdom. We're one body, but we play a unique body. We play a unique part in the body of Christ to advance the gospel build the kingdom, and that could be done in many different ways, from the job you have, to the church you serve at, to the nonprofit you start, to the business you start, to being inspired to start making content like I do. We all can use our God-given gifts in every sector, in every field, in every career. It does not matter. Some of us think that we can only use our God-given gifts in ministry when it comes to serving in church, starting a church, starting a ministry, and that's just not true. When God put the gift of encouragement on my heart, I started to use it. I think when God puts a gift on your heart, three things happen. You first discover the gift. You then start developing the gift. And at the same time as developing it, if you were like me, you start deploying it. When God put the gift of encouragement on my heart, I was so inspired to just encourage people. And it wasn't even pointed necessarily at the word, but it was pointed at encouraging people to believe in themselves, encouraging people to go after whatever dream that they had on their heart. 
but the enthusiasm and the way that I just had this positive nature about myself came from the one who, I'm, who I started to get to know. So he was working on my identity. He was working on my Christ-like character through me spending time with him and him also giving me a gift that I could then develop after I discovered it and deploy it. Deploy it at my class in school as I was attending college. Deploy it at my job where I was a personal trainer and I got to train kids and get to encourage them to work hard if they maybe didn't want to be there because I don't know about you, but sometimes our parents get us involved in things when it comes to sports that we're not necessarily excited about. I can remember having to do swim lessons and do all that stuff that I absolutely did not like. I was a very fearful kid growing up. God changed all of that. But as I was using this gift of encouragement, God started to you know, open up so many amazing doors. He was blessing my life. And one of the biggest, most common things in my relationship with God in those you know, first few years was prayer. I was reading a little bit of my Bible, going to church, but prayer was that thing that gave me the opportunity to just talk to God about what I was going through and also speak his word out of my mouth, speak his promises out of my mouth. Who knew he would eventually call me over 13 years later to use my words to pray for other people like I do on social media and have been for the last four years. God works in such mysterious ways, but he also works perfectly for us. Now, as I was doing this, I, saw, I saw, also started getting exposed to the personal development industry, right? The positive thinking movement, the books to help you develop skills, which were helping me a lot at that time. And it greatly served my life and it helped me build, you know, so many different skills that really serve me and what I do today. But something happened as I was getting into this space of personal development, as I was building my relationship with the Lord, is the personal development industry spends so much time focusing on the word that we all know, which is self-improvement. Self-improvement. I'm sure you've heard of that word. That's another way to describe the personal development industry or the self-improvement movement. What's the first word in that saying or in that phrase? Self. You focus on yourself. You develop yourself. You develop your skills that pertain to yourself so you can build your career, so you can build your skills, so you can leverage everything about your potential so you can make a difference in this world, right? There's a lot of good things about the personal development industry, the self-improvement um, industry, and a lot of it has served my life, helped me develop many skills, but something happened when I was going into this industry and what the thing was, was it was, it was pulling me away from spending time with the one who created me with a unique plan and a gift on my life that he wanted to fulfill through me. And you know what's interesting with that plan that I was searching for, with that plan that I was helping, that I was working and reading books and diving through all this personal development information to find is as I was reading all of those books and trying to figure out what's my purpose, the one who was sitting next to me saying, Dane, just pick up the book, spend more time with me was saying, if you do that, you'll understand the plan I have for you the perfect plan I have for you because the plan I have for you is to leverage the gift I've already given you that you're using every day. The gift on your life and the purpose on your life is in this word. Jesus told us the first, the most important commandment was to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your mind, and all of your soul. And second to that 
is to love your neighbor like you love yourself, to love people. The purpose I was searching for in every single one of these books as I read, read a new author, a new speaker, someone who was quote unquote successful in the world of achievement and business and influence and leadership, whatever it is, you name it. That thing I was looking for was in the book that I had already started reading. I just didn't take enough time to dive into it. I didn't take enough time to sit with the one in the secret place of prayer and the secret place of sitting and abiding in his presence so he could speak to me and show me what I've given you, what I've gifted you on your life is already there. The purpose on your life is to please me. The purpose on all of our lives as believers that we're constantly searching through, through book after book, seminar after seminar, the purpose on our lives is to please God with our lives. To, how do we please God with our lives? Well, we love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul. And how we do that is by spending time with him because he wants fellowship with you. The God of the universe who loves you so much, loves you enough to say, be with me, abide in me so I can give you what you need to run this race here on earth. You're in this world and there's so many influences after this mind of yours to tell you, you got to do this. And for six payments of this, you're going to find that thing. But the problem is in the personal development space, as we keep searching and keep seeking and keep trying, we get pumped up, we get excited, and then we feel deflated. And then we go searching for the next seminar or the next book or the next guru or mentor. And it always leaves us to a place of saying, what is my purpose? Your purpose is found in the one who created you. Your purpose is found in the one who loves you so much and is there leaning into you every day saying, son, daughter, spend time with me. What you've been looking through in these books, and again, these books are not bad. It's the relation and the amount of importance we place on them. Can personal development become an idol in your life where it is where all of your life is built from? It can. And if that happens, like for a time in my life where it really was, my identity was rooted in who I was becoming, not the one who created me. And that creates conflict. That creates a place of your always striving and never being able to rest in him. The way in which you rest with the Lord is by spending time with him. We have to sit with the Lord through prayer. We have to sit with the Lord in Bible study as we open up the word so we can renew our mind. And you know what happens when you sit with the Lord? He not only reminds you of that purpose to love him with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul, to please him with your life and to love others. He doesn't only remind you of that crystal simple purpose that we've been looking through, through book after book after book. He also reminds you that nothing is missing from your life. And I know you can hear me saying that nothing is missing from my life today. And what are you talking about? I barely can pay my bills. I don't like my job. I don't have someone who I can share and build a life with. Although all of those things are important and God does want to bless you in those areas, don't you think he wants to take care of the thing that matters most before those? Which is how you see him in your life, how you do your life with him, seeking him first. We all know the verses, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. What are all those things as you put him actually first, as you seek him first? Well, to me, all of those other things first and foremost are the reminders that I can live in the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, gentleness, faithfulness, all of those fruits of the spirit. If you have the fruit of the spirit, if you are living in the fruit of the spirit, what do you think is missing in your life? 
when you have so much joy that only comes from the one who created you, that you have so much peace that this world can never give you, no matter how much you build, no matter how much you grow in your self-improvement. When you have those things, you remember, wow, Lord, you were here right next to me the whole time trying to remind me of understanding this. But that thing that you're looking for, that purpose and that fulfillment and that joy and all the great things that God gives us because he loves us that much come as a result of us pursuing him. You know, when I started to see those gifts developed in my life, it changed me. I was so excited. I was talking to God every day, right? But there was still something that I felt was missing because the personal development industry was constantly convincing me that I had to learn something else. I had to get to the next level. I had to develop the next skill. And those things were great. And again, personal development can be a great tool and a resource to help you build up the skills that you're going to need to fulfill the God-given call on your life. And if you're here right now sitting going, I don't have a God-given call on my life, Dane. It's not that big. God, the one who's created you, only gives God-sized callings. That's who he is. That calling to you might not feel like a God-sized calling, but if it's from the one who created you, and that's the only one who gives it to you, that's the size of it too. And as you sit with him and pursue him, he can help you fulfill this purpose. But even if you don't know what that purpose is right now, make your purpose this year in 2024 about, I'm going to please you with my life, Lord. So every, every single time I have the opportunity to do something, when I wake up in the morning, when that person calls me to tell me to come and hang out and do these things that I know, I'm, I know they're not going to serve my life. They can take me away from a little bit of the stress I'm feeling right now. Before you make every decision, you consult the one who loves you to say, is this going to please you, Lord? Because that's your purpose is to please him with your life. And how you please him with your life is doing your life with him and doing things that can feed your spirit, doing things that can help remind you of who you are so you can live in those fruits of the spirit. Saying no is a part of the Christian walk. It's not easy but it leads to a life that is so fulfilling. So every day you wake up, every time you go throughout your day, you're gonna make decisions all day. Have that constant reminder because he's there with you. He's there listening. You can literally consult him at any given moment. Just like this moment we're in now, I can take a moment to say, Lord, thank you for giving me an opportunity to speak to whoever is here with me right now. Isn't that a great joy to spend time in your presence knowing you're here with me right now? And that I can share what, You've put on my heart to share today and you can thank him and you can consult him and ask him, Lord, is this, is this going to please you? And you can sit with him and wait for an answer. And yes, you might not get that answer in the audible voice of God, but you know what? You'll feel it in your spirit. You will be convicted in your spirit as you sit and you ask him and you wait because you dwell in the shelter of the almighty. We remember these things as we dive into the word. That's why it's so important. So you consult him and you sit with him and you ask him, is this something I should do? And you wait. If you don't hear anything, keep talking to him. Don't you think he should get a lot of your time, not some of your time? Don't you think he should be interconnected into everything that you do from your career to your relationships to your passions and skills? As I got sucked into this personal development world, God had a part of my life, but he didn't have all of my life. And because he didn't have all of my life, it was really hard to involve him in the areas that I was trying to figure out on my own. We all know the proverb, the proverb, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge me, acknowledge him, and he will guide your steps. But do you actually do that? I know I didn't do that for a long period of time, and it made my life harder. 
And it put me in a place of constantly striving, constantly looking for what's next, constantly feeling stressed that I wasn't enough when the one who loved me was probably sitting next to me saying, you are enough, you just don't understand. I need you to get understanding, but that understanding comes through me. As I started and grew in this space and eventually went through all of the different things I went through, I started to realize that. And it changed everything to sit with the Lord and say, I don't have to live my life in this place of constantly striving and trying to build more because God owns everything and he gives us the opportunity as believers to steward what he has given us. Everything I've done on social media, what people will say like, oh, you're blessed. You have the social platform. You reach millions of people. It's God's. He called me to share my faith four years ago. After struggling, I just decided to be obedient and say, okay, Lord, I'll do it if you really want. Because I couldn't, it, it, it wouldn't leave me. And because it didn't leave me, I didn't want to not obey. Because I want to go where he wants me to go. But he owns it. It's his. He owns everything. He has created you in his image. And our job here on earth is to understand how much he loves us, do our life with him so we can feel those fruits of the spirit, feel fulfilled, understand our purpose is to please him and serve people. And then he can work through us and he can bless us with things and give you things that he is asking you to steward to advance the kingdom. Isn't that great to know? Personal development for a long period of time Although it really helped my life and helped me develop a lot of skills, it separated, from, it separated me from God and understanding where my true identity lied. It separated for me to understand how much peace and joy I could have as I'm, as I'm working on things and doing things in this world. That peace is so powerful today because he's involved in it all. He's in control of it all. And I do not wake up and decide not to spend time with him. He's involved in every area and fabric of my life every single day. And I want to constantly remind you, whether you tune into live streams, whether you see a prayer of mine on social media, to spend time with him and keep spending time with him and keep having a relentless pursuit to be in the presence of the Almighty because he loves you so much and he wants you to feel that. He wants you to experience that. And it is so powerful and it will change and shake up your life. It will wreck you at times where you can't, even contain your emotions, but that's not a bad thing because the tears come from a place of going, wow, in awe of this one who loves me and who's created me and who wants to work his plan through me so he can work through me to others. The last thing I'm going to tell you today is God's great plan on your life, God's gifts on your life, they're not for you. And I know you might be saying, what do you mean? He gave me them. I can be glad in that. And yes, you can. But the gifts on your life from God, they're, they're given to you so they can be deployed in the kingdom, so they can be used to benefit someone else. The gifts on your life are not for you. They're for others to benefit and receive through you because it goes back to that second commandment. Love your neighbor like you love yourself. I want to please you with my life every day, Lord, and I want to love and serve people with whatever you've given me. Before I leave this earth, I'm going to do that every day. I'm going to spend time with you every day, and I'm going to use whatever you've given me to love and serve other people. You can do the same thing too. I don't care where you're at in your life. God has gifted you, and if you don't know what that is, come back to what the real purpose is, to please him with your life, to love other people with whatever it is that you got. But if you have a relationship with Lord, you got everything you need to demonstrate great love and service to whatever your assignment you're in now.
I appreciate you guys being here. We're going to quickly close in prayer and then we'll end. Heavenly Father, I just wanted to thank you for the person on the other side of this screen or the person who is under the sound of my voice. Lord, I pray that you speak to them this week to remind them that their purpose, Lord, is a lot simpler than they might think. And Lord, I know this person has might have been striving and working really hard to figure out what that purpose is, reading books, going to seminars, really just trying to find a person to help tell them that, Lord, when all along you've been that person who has that perfect plan for this. Help, I, I just pray, Lord, right now that you can remind them that of the, in their spirit and for you to give them everything that they need to make time for you daily. Make time for you in prayer. Make time for you in Bible study. And make time to lift their hands and praise you who are always worthy of being praised, Lord. We thank you for the individual with us right now, Lord. We thank you for their family in this year, Lord, and every great thing that you've done for them up until this point. Help remind them, Lord, during the challenging circumstance that they might be going through, that you have taken them through every previous challenging experience in their life and remembering that and sitting in that, Lord, can give them the confidence, the hope, the assurance to keep moving forward. You have such a great plan on this individual's life, Lord. And I know they might, they might not be thinking and focusing on it right now, but I pray, Lord, that you remind them of that in their spirit. You remind them of that by showing up and witnessing to them, Lord, as they make the time for you. I pray, Lord, that you open up new doors of opportunity this year, Lord. You bring some amazing believers into, this, into their life this year, Lord, as they get back into church, as they find a Bible-believing, grace-based church so they can have people in their life who inject faith and not fear. Help them surround themselves with people who can encourage them, disciple them, be in worship with them, Lord, so they can be reminded of all of these things in a world that's constantly after their time and attention. Help them make you number one this year, Lord. Help them be sold out for you this year, all in on you this year, and make that decision right now to give you all of their life, Lord, not some of it, but all of it. We pray all of these things. We pray that you move this week in their life, Lord, in great ways. We pray you open up that opportunity. You get that, you, you, you bring that job that they've been praying for and believing for, Lord. You open that door and you give them the obedience to walk it out with you. Not without you, Lord, not on their own shoulders, but step in step with you. So you can give them all the peace and all the joy and the ability to live in that fruit of your spirit, Lord, that reminds them that you've called them from the moment they were born and that you've appointed them and assigned them great things with their life, whether they feel that or not now. Speak that into their life this week as they sit in your presence. We pray all these things. We pray for them to just be healed if they're going through sickness right now, Lord. We pray against any sickness. We speak against any sickness and we tell it to go in the name of Jesus. By your stripes, Lord, we are healed. In your name, Jesus, we claim our healing from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us the strength and the stamina and the confidence and the courage to walk this out with you, not, not without you, Lord, with you, side by side, every single day for the remainder of this year. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Make sure to subscribe so you can stay plugged in. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode to come. God bless you. Thank you.